Hi, I'm Melinda, the host of See Here Love, and this is The Backstory. So today's show is all about, should I say the real title? Yeah, I will. It's being thankful when life sucks. Now, some people didn't like the word sucks, so we went being thankful when life doesn't go your way, or how to cultivate an attitude of gratitude. And so this is the backstory of how this show came to be. Obviously, because it's Thanksgiving, this is a perfect, perfect topic. But I also think it's because I've been surrounded by media, social media feeds, and even in my own self, where I have this growing discontentment um, in me and around me, it seems. I feel, my feeling is that as we're looking at other people's lives through social, as we compare our lives, I think for women, uh, comparing and looking at other women and saying, look at her, look what she has, look how she looks, um, that's been something that has always been a struggle for me personally. You know, I come to Canada when I'm 13 and I'm like, wow, all the women are tall, blonde, leggy, blue-eyed, and they drive these convertible cabriolets and they read Vogue and they're so sophisticated. And here I am, Filipino girl, under five foot, chunky thighs, dark hair, and I'm comparing saying the it's like the essence of beauty is them, not me. And so there always has been this struggle with me in comparing myself and really discontent and not content uh, with my life and really what God has given me. So this is a really, really good topic and it really resonates with me. And so when I brought it to the panel, you know, it was really about why do we struggle with thankfulness and gratitude and contentment? Why are we so discontent? Why are we always comparing and striving? And so the conversation was really good. And I think, I think for me, you know, there's this core thing in us that always wants more, that always doesn't feel enough. Whether that's self-identity, self-esteem, it's like we're never enough. And that is why I love Jesus. I, I look at the life of Jesus in the Bible and just his life and how he engaged with women and children, how he loved those on the margins and how he spoke such truth. And what I love about Jesus is how he looked at people with great value, not for what they did, but for who they are, who they were, that he knew that he had created them in his image and that so they were loved and valued for nothing, that they weren't, love because they produced a lot, that they were big CEOs, that they were making gazillion, gazillion trillions of dollars, but they were good because they were them, that they were there and they were present. And that's what I love about Jesus. And that's taken me a long time to really work on this attitude of, of gratitude and contentment, because if I'm honest, most days I'm not content. I'm like, ugh, look at my face, my hair, I feel greasy, I feel gross, I'm, feel overweight, I just, I bleh. And I wish I could be in a high rise condo. I wish I could be traveling the world more. I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish. That does nothing. <laughs> it doesn't help us at all. And I remember uh, a friend saying, Mal, but look at your life. Look at what you have, a, a family, a second time uh, round chance for love with a beautiful blended family. Look at how far you've come. Look at that you're sitting in the seat doing a TV show. Are you kidding me? And I'm glad I have good girlfriends. I think that's key in helping with bringing an attitude of gratitude around you. When you have friends that will call you out and say, stop complaining and look at what you have. And so 
yes, it was about being thankful when life sucks. I think we did that because we're in front of a student audience, a live audience, and we wanted to connect with, you know, the students. But I think it was more for me to say, I need a wake-up call. We all need a wake-up call to be thankful for what we have in that overflowing of what we have to give to others and to make a difference and change the world that way. And so that's the backstory, and I hope you enjoy the rest of the show. Today on the show, we're talking about how to be thankful. Thankful where you're at, even when life isn't going the way you want it to. We're also gonna talk about how to have an attitude of gratitude, which I know I need, and maybe you do too. That's coming up on See Here Love. You are seen, you are heard, you are loved by God. You're not alone, you're fully known, you are loved. Well, welcome back to See Here Love, where we are on location at the beautiful Tyndale University College and Seminary in Toronto in front of a live audience. You guys can clap. Woo! And for the students in there, I was informed that you are not skipping class. Is that right? Okay. Glad that you're here. We've got a great show for you today because we're going to be talking all about cultivating a posture and attitude of thankfulness and gratitude, even when life is hard and it isn't going the way we had imagined. So I'm so glad we have Cheryl here to share her thoughts and yeah. Lisa. We can clap for them to you guys. Woo! And we have some special guests mm -hmm. that I'm so excited are here. I'm gonna say it even though you told me not to, Dr. or no, Reverend Doctor or Dr. Reverend Tim Tang. Yay! Director of Tyndale Intercultural Ministry, and you are an English pastor at the Chinese Church in Toronto. Yes. Welcome. Thank you. It's great to have you here. And you work with us. Uh, a year or two years ago on the show? I think it was two years ago. Two years ago. Yeah. And we actually brought you back. And I made it, I made it back. <laughs> yes, he did. That's great. And to my right, Kevin Kirk, VP of External Relations and Chief Enrollment Officer at Tyndale. You've been in post-secondary... Oh, clap? <laughs> Sorry. What a mess for me. Been in post-secondary education for over 25 years? Mm -hmm. You started when you mm -hmm. were... Very young. Very young. Mm. Yes. Married with four sons <laughs> and glad to have you here. Good to be here. Now, clearly we are Tyndale University stacked. Come right on. Here. Totally. Like, I just, we just realized, and when I say stacked, I mean like you guys work here. Cheryl, you're an alumnus. Yes. I'm an alumnus and you are? I'm currently a D-Men student here. Student. Wow. And, and Tim and I are alumni as well. Yes. We're well, all alumni. What we, should have, we should have a go Tyndale. Yeah, right go now. Tyndale. But what does that right. say about Tyndale? Look at the quality of mm -hmm. people. And the diversity. <laughs> and the diversity. And the diversity. And the diversity. That's right. Good work, Tyndale. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about that? What's your thought about seeing this, Kevin? Well, this is amazing. I mean, like you said, there's such diversity here even on this panel, let alone what's happening out mm -hmm. here with our students. Yeah. Uh, it's just incredible. That's, that's what makes Tyndale very unique is mm -hmm. just the diversity and what all of our alumni are doing around the world. That's us. <laughs> you were gushing yep. about us, yeah. Yes, <laughs> totally. So let's get started because, you know, we're, we're celebrating Thanksgiving. We want to learn from one another about what it takes, what it means to cultivate an attitude of gratitude and thankfulness. So I want to start off with our news and views because I think this is an interesting survey that the John Templeton Foundation did. 2,000 people from very backgrounds, diverse backgrounds like ourselves. And this is what they found out from these people about gratitude. Almost half those express gratitude on a daily basis to immediate family. So half of the 2,000. Less than 15% express daily gratitude to friends or <clears throat> colleagues. Mm. I don't know why I was looking at the two of you, but 35% <laughs> said their bosses never thank them. Women 
were more grateful than men. And 18 to 24 year olds expressed gratitude less often than any other age group in the survey. And being religious was associated with greater feelings of gratitude. Your initial mm. thoughts on those findings on this survey on gratitude. Anything that just really popped out at you about that? Interesting or not so interesting? Like a resounding yes to all of it. And I feel, I feel that really deep connection to that religious piece at the end. I feel like, I feel like knowing God and having a connection relationship with God mm -hmm. um, kind of innately gives you this, this piece of gratitude. Mm. Uh, seeing through a different lens, mm -hmm. appreciating things, even storms, good, bad, mm. but just having that sense of the fact that you are a small part yeah. in this bigger picture. Mm. Yeah, it helps a lot. So that didn't surprise you, that I didn't, that sur no. didn't surprise me. No, yeah. What I found interesting was that it was about expressing gratitude. So it doesn't tell you whether the person was actually feeling grateful on the inside. And even if you are, you have to say it mm. in order for it to be received and people to feel appreciated. So when you're saying, so half of them express gratitude to immediate family. Mm -hmm. So you're saying, what are you, what are you saying? I think we sometimes take it for granted. Oh, of course they know that I'm thankful. Oh, right, right, right. So you actually mm. need to tell. Yeah, that uh, expression. So, so yeah. I, was, I was impressed. Yes. That, that's, that oh really? I felt like it was. Really, I thought that was good. low because it was it was almost oh, yeah. half. Well, well, but on a day, on women a day are basis. more grateful and we express it more. See, there's a right there. So why did you think that was so high? Tim? Oh, I, I don't on it because it, it was on a daily basis. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. like fifty percent was it? Almost, yeah. almost, almost fifty yeah, percent expressing gratitude on a daily basis. I, I don't know. When you think about your family, I don't know. I, I don't, maybe just my family. Do you have teenagers? We, I, I have, I have, I'm not going to say how many teenagers, but I have a few teenagers and life just gets busy. Yeah. yeah. And so oftentimes, mm -hmm. especially on a daily basis, I mean, other than negotiating schedules and rides and who's, who's feeding who and who's getting a ride life. to life, life yeah. like getting to the point of communicating gratitude. Yeah. I'm impressed. I mean, yeah, okay. like yeah, yeah. maybe I should be in humility here that I, we don't express enough <laughs> oh, gratitude. That's, but, that's your initial but, thought uh, for this. Yeah, that's, yeah. I, well, and if you yeah. contrast that with the 15% that express gratitude to friends and colleagues, mm. right. see, that mm. seems backwards to me yeah. because on a daily basis, we tend to spend more time, time right, with our right. friends and colleagues. Right. Right. So why are we not mm. expressing gratitude to those that we're spending the most time with? Mm. Yeah. Whereas with family, we do make the time. That's mm -hmm. actually a good question. And that's our next question. Cause I, I, mm -hmm. oh, I just want to say one that stuck out to me is, Women were yeah. more grateful <laughs> than men. You're the Women enemy clap girl. in the, the audience, yeah. yay! And all the men are like, yeah. <laughs> all the men are running out and yeah. like, thank you, thank you, thank you, everybody. But but I I wanted to unpack why do we think that is, Melinda? What do you why do you think that is? Why women are more yeah. grateful? Yeah. Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. I I think that like I I would say well my husband's in the audience so I have to be careful what I say. <laughs> I, I just think that for I I sit and I think emotionally about the things. Mm. I look around. I'm I'm very much a social person, so I have a lot of girlfriends. Yeah. And in those communities and in being people social, mm. it it does create that sense of gratitude, of yeah. belonging, of going wow. You know, I'm very thankful for what yeah. I have. Mm -hmm. I have this other sort of darker flip, other side. I oh, like you have a to, darker flip side. Yeah, okay. I just I just wonder. Uh, sometimes I feel like men are not as connected emotionally, mm. and sometimes mm. men view emotion as weakness. So you're saying that maybe that, yeah. that could so be part of So this whole sort of like I appreciate you, I thank you. They're like, come on, just yeah, right, yeah. So just buck up. So it's not even a matter of them being thankful or not thankful. It's just the expression of it. Yeah, yeah. like taking the time. Mm. Why do I have yeah. to appreciate yeah. everything? Like just right. get on with it. Yeah, right. And then, and then this one just quick. The 18 to 24 year olds expressed gratitude less 
often than any other age. Gen Xers or boomers, uh, less. 18 yeah. to 24 year olds. Yeah. I think what they weren't taught it. I don't think they were taught it. Oh, um, interesting. Hmm. So the boomers didn't teach them. Yeah, and I, okay. I mean, we're so hard on the upcoming generation. Like they're so selfish, they're so ungrateful. It's like, well, who do you think they learn from? Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And so I think they were just not taught that kind of mentality. I think also it's just they're going through a lot of changes and a lot of angst. So you were just naturally more self-absorbed. Less like self-absorbed. I was. I'm with yeah. you. Right? Politeness. Kind yeah. Of. yeah. It's like the things that we take for granted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for those that were saying the millennials, this is a perfect show for them to learn about gratitude (laughs) and thankfulness. Good thoughts, I really like those because I think these are important even for us to take a moment to think about, wait Mm -hmm. a second, maybe I need to express more thankfulness towards Mm. our colleagues and maybe more to our family and our teenagers and uh, yeah, and encourage our millennials. Mm. So Mm. great thoughts. Well, now let's go to one-on-one with Melinda as she talks with Dr. Gary Nelson, president and vice chancellor of Tyndale University. And they're gonna talk about the importance of gratitude and community up next. I think if I change my thinking, I could continue to make an impact. Listen to this episode on the See, Here Love podcast to hear the backstory of the show. You know, you're never good right away. It never clicks right away. It's practice. Join us on Apple Podcasts. Gary, I'm so glad that I finally get to chat with you today. It's been a long time coming. You know that. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to talk with you, and especially on this topic about cultivating a life of gratitude and thankfulness. Now, I know you're only a few years older than me. So, you know, that's very good. Wasn't that Thank kind you. and gracious? That was very good. Um, and I like I, that. I know that I can learn a few things about that. So what have you found in your life personally about cultivating a life of thankfulness and gratitude? You know, from, from my perspective, it, it's about trying to understanding life, not just living in the moment, but having perspective. I often think about the Psalms, for instance. The Psalmist is able to move from when he's really mm-hmm. frustrated to, to kind of a praise and gratitude all in the same psalm. Like at one point he's saying, where are you? And then in the next moment he's saying, well, I thank you for who you are. And I, th- and I think for me it's about perspective. I think for me it's about having a long-term view. And I think the challenge in this day and age is we're so present related mm-hmm. that gratitude is hard to live by. That's good. Because my next question was, it's so easy for us to be ungrateful, entitled, stuck in our present circumstances, right. that we then tend to be miserable and say, there's nothing to be thankful for. Look at my life. Right. You know, I want to remain the victim. I want to be yeah. upset. How do you not go down that path? Yeah, R- Ronald Rollheiser has this great line. He says that, um, he says that, that gratitude is actually a sign of spiritual maturity. And, and if that's so, then spiritual maturity is about kind of embracing the fullness of life. It means not just the good things that happen to us, but how do I learn to be grateful in the midst of the, the deserts that I'm in in my life? And how do I learn to get the perspective to be able to look beyond and know that this is not the way it has to be? Someone one time said the problem of pain is is about perspective as well. Like you take a hammer, you hit your, your thumb, mm-hmm. and if you've never hit your thumb before with a hammer, you think it's never gonna go away. Yeah. But the truth is, if you've had that before, you know it does end. You may lose a nail, but you'll survive. And I think that's part of that long-term view, and that's what Rollheiser says. It's when you embrace the fullness of life that you actually begin to, able, to be able to live a life of gratitude along with people and community, 
how has faith played a part oh. in creating and cultivating a life of thankfulness? Oh, it's, uh, it's everything. I mean, like for me, I became a Christian in university. And, and in, in doing so, for me, it wasn't about becoming aware of my sinfulness. <laughs> Maybe that's a bad thing to say. I became aware of my pointlessness of the life I was living. And, and so for me, it was Christ who gave me a sense of purpose and, and wonder about that life could be actually something more than what I had ever envisioned. What does that look like, Gary, for the person who's listening and watching and saying, my life is pointless, and you're telling me to be thankful when my life is really hard, and it's, it's, there's a disconnect. What's the first step? What, what do we reframe or change to help that person? Oh, gosh. Um, I would think the first thing you, you change is that, that whole idea. I mean, one of the most important things that I learned was that I'm secured in Christ. I'm holy and dearly loved. To know I'm the beloved of Christ means everything to me, even in the darkest times of my life. Wow. Well, I am so thankful for you. Ah. Thankful for the work that you're doing here at Tyndale and in leadership and in culture. So thank Thanks. you so much, Gary. Thanks. It's great to be here. Great to have you here on campus. Thank you. <laughs> you know, I've always wanted to interview Gary Nelson. And finally, I had the opportunity, and it was really great because actually I wasn't quite sure how he would respond, but he did a great job, as you saw in the interview. Your initial thoughts, any of you, that what he said really resonated with you about gratitude or thankfulness? Well, he talked about perspective. When you have an experience for the first time, it seems like it's the worst thing in the world yeah. because mm -hmm. you don't know what the outcome is going to be. Mm. But then the next time you experience it, you're better prepared to know where you're going. And mm -hmm. so it's, it's when you look back and you think about mm -hmm. being able to express gratitude, it's easier as you gain perspective, mm. as you have more and more life experience yeah. or yeah. gone through some things. Um, that that yeah. stuck with me. Yeah, I like that. And he touched on he touched on maturity, spiritual maturity, mm -hmm. uh, being related to how you know thankfulness and having that heart. Um, and and for me, listening to that, you know, obviously a little bit of self examination. Well, how mature am I spiritually to be able to be to, to be truly thankful about my life and the experiences that I'm having and going through. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so on one hand, a reflection myself, but then to think, well, yeah, what does it mean for us to, to live life more, uh, to really have a deeper understanding of what life and what God's given us and being thankful for it. Hey, it's Chris, friend of See, Here Love with Melinda. Sorry to interrupt this conversation, but I just had to let you know that the only way that See, Here Love gets to produce fun and authentic conversations like this one is through your financial donations. So go to seeherelove.com and click on the big donate button. Thanks for your support. Let's get back to the show. So as we celebrate Thanksgiving, I'll just throw it out there. What are you most thankful for? I'm gonna say right off the top, I, I, ha I, I just see them in front of me, my husband and my family, um, because they've, I thought that I would be raising this family and in many ways they raised me in so many mm. aspects of my life. My, ch my children have taught me so much about who I am and who I need to be. And I learned so much from them. They continue to take me through school. And so I am better having had a family and having been a mom. And there was a time when I literally could never see that as my future. Uh, just where I was, I, the idea of being a mom and having, so this, this, this creating of people yeah. and sending them yeah. out into the world and pouring mm -hmm. into them mm -hmm. the love of God and, and, and mm -hmm. almost connecting them to the Father. It's an amazing gift. It's good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
It's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I was thinking on my kids specifically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, they, they, even with them moving into the teenage years, uh, I still like it, look at them with delight. And, mm-hmm. and I know that no matter how much they mess up or when they do things that I'm just like, just have to shrug your shoulders. <laughs> there's still a there's still a joy that you yeah. when you watch them make mistakes, when you, you, you watch them do things that are that are glorious as well. Mm-hmm. You know, there's just a sense of thankfulness that comes to me every time I look at them. And, and my, my wife is in yeah. family together. Also. Beautiful, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Love that. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a bit of a theme going here yeah. because obviously family is the first thing mm-hmm. that comes to mind. But um, you know, I, I think maybe I would couch it just a little bit differently and to say sort of this this sense of calling or this sense of purpose. Because first, I've been called to be a husband and a father, but God has also called me to serve him in other areas. So sometimes we get caught up on the ministry and we think it's all about that and we forget that our first calling is actually to our spouses and to mm-hmm. our families and so on. So it's a sense of purpose is what God has done and yeah. prepared us for. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's good. Mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. that. I'm thinking about my parents and just the people that are around you. Uh, My parents, because immigrant life is never easy. And then when you're growing up, you're just so busy growing up that you don't really appreciate. As you age, you understand how difficult it was in that day and age to come and make a life, not know the language, the the discrimination, the heartaches, the marital strain, all that stuff. And because they did that, I don't have to. And hence, we have the opportunities. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm I'm grateful for the students that I have shaped me and I'm actually also grateful for the right people that aren't always good people in your life because they shape you in a different way Mm -hmm. and those challenges if you get once you get over yourself you realize all the flaws in you Mm -hmm. and that I've always appreciated that as I age yeah (laughs) Yeah. I would say and I've said this over and over about you know what I'm thankful for the most obviously it's people I've Mm -hmm. talked about you know what adoption means and being thankful for decision making of a young girl Mm -hmm. to go through with the pregnancy and have me. I also am very thankful for the mentors and many people in Canada who mm. saw me and said, I see the potential in you mm. and I believe in you and so I'm gonna give you an opportunity. And so I'm so thankful for people, mm-hmm. for you know my husband who's here in the audience, for my mom and dad, for my birth mm. mom, and for all the people that saw something that I didn't see in me yeah. and said, we mm. see it, yeah. we'll risk putting you in places in media yeah. and things where you have no background or no expertise, but we believe in you, so go for it. Mm-hmm. And I think I want to encourage that message to everybody mm-hmm. um, of why I'm here today. So that thankfulness of people believing in me and seeing me. So beautiful. It's all about people, eh? Yeah. And it's funny because yeah. we strive so much about getting things and success and saying those are going to things that are going to make me happy. I'll be very thankful, God, when I win the lottery or when I... Yeah. And every one of us said, it's all family and people. Yeah. Those are the real treasures. Yeah, mm-hmm. really are. After talking about the things that you're thankful for, how would you say you personally cultivate a posture of gratitude and thankfulness? Oh. Now, you can be honest, because it might not happen yeah. all the time, but, but what, what, does, what does that look like? And maybe give some practical tools or something that we can say, okay, I, I could try that. Mm-hmm. Who wants to go ahead and give us their wise wisdom? I'm looking at Tim, and Tim's sort of like going, huh? What? Yeah. Wisdom? <laughs> I think about daily practice. Uh, I do see giving thanks as a discipline, um, that it's just a routine that you need to build up mm. daily. It's a muscle that needs to be built up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, whether, uh, you know, my background, a little bit in, in, in um, uh, I did a kinesiology degree before theology. Uh, so with athletics, it's practice. You know, uh, when I took piano lessons, it, it was practice. Mm-hmm. You know, you're never good right away. It never clicks right away. And yet over time, when you go through it, even when you're terrible at it, it, it is that daily practice mm-hmm. of giving thanks mm-hmm. in some way or another 
counting your blessings, as, mm. as cheesy as that might sound for some people, um, by doing so, you're doing something to your heart, to your soul, to your mind. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I could go even further into the, there's neurological ways of how it affects mm-hmm. you when you give thanks, even when it's difficult to, yeah. and it affects you. And well, how would you do that? Like just speaking it out loud as you're washing the dishes or what would that look like? Uh, I, I'm, I'm not as outwardly expressive. So, <laughs> so, you're not? So, uh, so it is internal for me yeah. Yeah. when I'm in the shower, when I'm, when I'm alone. Um, definitely those are reflective times for me that I'm, mm-hmm. I'm intentional about uh, thinking through certain things that I'm thankful for. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's good. I like that. Yeah. Now I'm external, so I'd probably be saying them out loud. Yeah. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> When I'm thinking about my parents, um, of course, you you say thank you to them, you say thank you to God, and then it's got to translate. Like, we talked about maturity here. So, you know, when you're 16 years old, thank you for driving me to school or thank you for taking me to the driver's test. As you get older, those rules expand, and it should. And there's a way you carry yourself with your parents. There's a kindness in the words. There's taking some of the responsibilities, financial, emotional, otherwise. Mm-hmm. And I think... It's great to say it, and people's love languages are different. And then there's like, you have to, you start considering them in the little things, their schedule, their time, their finances, their emotions, how we're not just, they're not just part of my world. These are real lives coming together. And I I find that that, for me, um, I'm grateful for that. And I'm grateful for just that um, being taught that by the people around me, that it just, you need to consider others. And that's the line from the Bible. You need to consider mm-hmm. others better than yourselves. So cultivating mm-hmm. what you're saying, then Lisa, is cultivating an attitude of gratitude is being you, other-centered. Yeah, you have to show others. it. Okay, and show and you it. have to be considerate. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Mm-hmm. Can I quote Ferris Bueller? Absolutely. Ferris Bueller. Great philosopher. You're a great Ferris yeah. Bueller. Life is busy. If we don't stop and look around once in a while, we will miss it. Mm. Yes. And so it's getting out of the busyness. It's it's getting intentional, as Tim mm-hmm. said, about uh, actually stopping and, and building margins, building time into your life. They get focused on uh, other things, uh, gratitude, appreciation, mm-hmm. um, you know, spending time with those that, uh, that you should be spending time with, yeah. uh, that we often neglect. And uh, that could be, you know, sending notes, even if it's a, yeah. if it's yeah. a messenger yeah, post, yeah, or it yeah. could be, you know, the ancient yeah. art of writing a card, what? or, writing? you know, any writing. of those kinds of things. Yeah. Uh, but, but it's being intentional. And as you develop right. that mindset, and as you do that more and more, uh, for us guys, your inward thoughts, you know, you do that enough, I think you start to express that a little bit mm. more naturally. Right? You know, that's a good point, Kevin, because I think a lot of times we just run through life so quickly that if we actually waited a moment and took a moment and looked around at all that we have mm-hmm. and all that we've done and how far we've come, I think we'd be in awe of like, wow, mm-hmm. there's a lot to be thankful for. Oh, yeah. Even in the hardship, even in the worst times of my life, I was like, I remember sitting there and going, you know, at the, I'm at the end of my life, this is the worst thing that could have happened. And yet I'm like, but I'm still breathing. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. still here. Yeah. I think if I change my thinking and, and choose to move forward, I could continue to make an impact. So you just, you're, it's like you're, you're stopping mm-hmm. to, to look around and be more aware and present yeah. in, in, in where you are and what you have. Yeah, right. yeah it's good. Yeah. That's I good. think there's moments uh-huh. in life where, sorry, no? God calls and prunes those things in your life because when you have health, you're not grateful for it. Yeah. You're, you have mm-hmm. a fever for one weekend. You're like, I just want to like be able to <laughs> just get out of bed. Yeah. And so I think these tough moments in life, it's God's way of cultivating that. You really think yeah. you deserve this kind yeah. of thing. 
You know, I, I, I want to piggyback off what you said. Um, it, it, I, I call it, I have, I have this phrase, I call it spiritual amnesia. Mm. And you've heard me talk about this before, but I just feel like gratitude comes out of curing that. And what is spiritual amnesia? It's, it's forgetting all of the things that God has done for us, mm -hmm. the moments that he rescued us. Think about the pattern that we have. Storm hits, mm -hmm. we cry out, we're mm -hmm. desperate, we're frantic. God answers, God recovers, God rescues. We celebrate, we testify, we remember for a minute. Mm -hmm. The next storm comes and we go right back to like, yeah. God, where are you? Yeah. Not even like, are you listening? But like day one, yeah. new mm -hmm. faith questions, like, mm -hmm. are you there? Mm -hmm. And so uh, I wanna encourage people, I feel like gratitude, until you can master it, just have a spiritual memory. Mm -hmm. Can you remember what God has yeah, done? And if he has done it before, yeah. and this seems similar, feels similar, looks similar, mm -hmm. he'll do yeah. it again. And for me, and for me it's, it's finding a way to remember. Like exactly. not everyone's gonna be a list person, but you know, yeah. in, in the Bible, the, the, it talks about um, God's people building monuments right. mm -hmm. to remember mm -hmm. certain moments. Right. So, I mean, it, we don't have to build a statue or something every single time something good happens, mm -hmm. but what is it in your life that yeah. will yeah, symbolize that? Yeah. Maybe it is a little picture or a, yeah. or a yeah. stone that you remember from that, yeah. that time in your life. Mm -hmm. But like, I need those symbols. I need those yeah. symbols to remind me that when I walk by, it's like, oh yeah, that. And God yeah. commands that to his people because he knows that we're, we get spiritual amnesia. Yeah. He reminds me, tells yeah. him to do it. Kevin, the last word on this. What would you say as far as Ferris. just call just, it fair? Did you say Ferris? Uh, no. Bueller, Bueller? I literally heard Ferris. I'm like, Bueller? Where am I? Where am I? <laughs> just as an encouragement, you know, cultivating gratitude for those, you know, listening and watching, what would your, be your encouragement on this mm. Thanksgiving day? Well, uh, you, you need to be intentional, right? Mm. It, it's not something, it's a choice. So if you're sick and it's you, at that moment it's your worst mm -hmm. thing in the world for you, you know, there's something to be grateful for. Thank you for this hot cup of tea. Yeah. Um, thank you for, you know, the air conditioning or the mm -hmm. heat that I have so that I can be comfortable. There's mm -hmm. always something mm -hmm. to be thankful for, but it's being intentional and fighting it. And so it's developing that, that muscle and, mm -hmm. and not developing amnesia. It's the, it's the memory and, mm -hmm. and, and cultivating that daily. It's really good. Well, I'm thankful for you guys today. I think, you know, I've learned a few things here and I think that I'm going to practice those things as we celebrate Thanksgiving as we're with our family you know this week to say well slow it down mm. let's let's have a moment and be thankful for how far God has taken us mm. how far he'll take you know take us how far we've come mm. and anyway thanks so much for being happy here happy Thanksgiving. Yes, happy Thanksgiving well great thoughts so we're now going to go to Joanna who's standing by who's going to share a Bible verse from the good word that will encourage us to cultivate an attitude of gratitude. Sign up to be part of our See, Here Love community, where you can get weekly newsletters, exclusive content, event invites, and more. Sign up at seeherelove.com slash newsletter. Mel, thanks so much. I'm loving the conversation we're having today on location. It's amazing to think about gratitude and how it can change our perspective. So we can also look to the scriptures about what the Bible says. What does God say about gratitude, what it looks like in the life of a Christian? It says in Colossians 3, 15 to 17, I love it in the message how it, how it explains it. Let the peace of Christ keep you in tune with each other, in step with each other. None of this is going off and doing your own thing. Cultivate thankfulness. Let the word of Christ, this message, have the run of the house. Give it plenty of room in your lives. Instruct and direct one another using good common sense. 
sense. And sing, sing your hearts out to God. Let every detail in your lives, words, actions, whatever you're doing, be done in the name of our master Jesus, thanking God the Father every step of the way. Do you notice in this verse, the context of thankfulness, the context of gratitude, the context of a person who has their attitude of gratitude is that it's in community. We can't do gratitude by ourselves. It actually has to be directed at someone or something. We're thankful for someone or for something. And so the life of gratitude is done in the context of a community. It's done certainly in our relationship with God as we give thanks to God, no matter our circumstances, for all that he has done for us. But also it's done in the context of a community of people who are encouraging each other on, spurring each other on, reminding each other of even in the most difficult situations, there is something to be grateful for. You know, I don't know uh, what's going on in your life, but uh, maybe you are recognizing that you're living more in a life of resentment or bitterness than gratitude. Maybe you're realizing that this is a concern for you. I encourage you to write down today three things that you're grateful for and maybe post them on social media as a way to share them with community or share them with a friend today. I want to send this conversation back to Mel on location so we can wrap up this show. Thank you, Joanna. I love that part that you said, thank God every step of the way in that line in the verse in Colossians. That really is a perfect verse as we go into Thanksgiving. And thank you, Kevin. I was going to say Kevin, Tim, I was going to say Bueller and Ferris. I didn't know what I was doing. Got all confused. I love it. Thank you for your thoughts and for your great work here at Tyndale. And Cheryl and Lisa, thank you mm -hmm. as well. I really hope you have a great Thanksgiving as yeah, well. You too. Mm -hmm. yeah, too. Well, here's my takeaway. It's actually kind of really off script, but cultivating gratitude is a direct link to your overall happiness. So don't worry. Be happy. Sing your heart out. Mm -hmm. In Colossians, as it says, let Christ and his message of love and peace have run of your house. No more spiritual amnesia. Mm, Breathe right. and be thankful. And so from all of us here at See, Here Love and from our live audience, always remember that you are seen, heard, and loved by God. Happy Thanksgiving! See Here Love with Melinda Estabrooks is a production of Crossroads Christian Communications Incorporated, a member of the Canadian Council of Christian Charities. To support this program, please visit seeherelove.com and click the donate button or call 1-800-265-3100. And from me and the See Here Love team, thanks so much for your support. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. We're going to do that again. <laughs> I forgot we didn't prep you, so let's, I, I, like, look at as I'm saying it, remember? I'm like this, remember? <laughs>